0: Yo, what up? It's Moon from Greek Fire, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast.
1: Edition of the Blues Hockey Podcast. Your host Jason, along with Chris, yeah, and joined by Dania, yeah,
2: Yay. Oh Hey. You're
1: Yay. you're with us for uh, we actually joined your show, yes, earlier, and yep. so now we have you on our show. Yep. So here we are in the Blues in the midst of a another great run. Mm. So eight game, eight game home winning streak, the longest active of such in the NHL. Uh, another person made the All Star team. We'll talk yep. about that. Uh, First, we're going to kind of get into our usual uh, introduction here. So, first off, Chris here is normal. Daniel's here. But we're going to get to know Daniel a little bit before uh, we jump into the Blues stuff. We have our game recaps like normal. Uh, We also have our Blues news. We talked about a little bit of those. We talked about the Blues uh, having not one, two. I guess you want to count five All-Stars. Well, yeah, count the Coach. So, five. So, five All-Stars. And a couple Blues. Did very well with World Juniors. So we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about Jordan Binnington may throwing a uh, celebrity challenge out there, getting accepted. We kind of talked about it last week. We'll get a into bit. a little bit more, and we'll also wrap up with a little bit of grading the Blues so far. We're a little bit halfway through the season, forty-six games through. Yep. So time to throw our halfway point gradings out there. We'll do our best to go through all the players, give an overall grade. Uh, They'd probably be pretty well, as you can tell, since the Blues are now officially tied for first NHL on points with Boston and Washington. It's good company to keep. Yeah. Before we get into all that, let's learn a little bit more about Daniel. So all
3: right, bring on twenty questions. So yeah.
1: Do we have have a twenty question? Uh, Question
0: one Can I borrow a dollar? Yeah.
3: You can borrow a dollar. Absolutely.
1: I borrow two dollars. So. You can borrow two dollars. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. So, sweet. So, can you
3: have two dollars?
1: No. Ah, uh, darn.
3: No, I am not giving money away.
1: Darn. So, uh, recently, so actually this morning, and afternoon, you were on The Point this morning. Yes. I've heard of that place. So, yeah. Chris, Chris has visited there once or twice. A few times. So, Awesome to hear you this morning. As we were, as I was uh, doing some errands, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna talk to her later." Yes, and so yes. It was very and
0: you got to play all the '90s music again, which is. I summer. know. Yes,
3: yes. Know. It was. It's a uh, way back weekend, and it's my favorite kind of weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I worked um, from nine to three today on the point. Came straight here. Well, I had to hit Lions Choice. I love Lion's, I Lion's Choice. I had it because awesome. I was starving. And um, then.
0: I think we. Anytime I say that I love Lion's Choice, I always feel the need to throw the caveat out that as much as I think I love Lion's Choice, I don't have a tattoo of the logo on me like Moon does. Correct. And I was like, that's. Dedication. I've loved a lot of foods in my day. I don't think I'm ever gonna roll out and get like a Taco Bell logo on me no, or anything like that. No. Or Pepsi logo. Pepsi logo. On or there? Pepsi logo no, or Alliance so. Short. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever go that far. No. That's devotion.
3: You know what? I might um I might go for like the Vlasic. Oh.
1: I might do In N Out. Maybe. I've only mm. had it once, so I really, I liked it. I'm it's good. I Have you, are, I, you I are, you are you an In N Out fan? Uh, what? In N
3: Out. I've never had In N Out.
1: Phrasing. That's all right. Oh yes, phrasing. We're talking about burger. In and out -Out burger, right? Okay.
3: Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I've never had in and out burger. It's
0: it's really good. I developed a habit when I moved to LA. Yeah. There was one very close to my apartment to the point where it was too easy to go there to get dinner Mm -hmm. a lot of nights. So there was like a lot of burger and fry dinner nights. So I had to pull back because it's a habit for me.
3: Do we have them around here at all?
0: No, the closest one for us, I think, would either be
1: Dallas or Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't didn't know there was one in Vegas when I was there for my honeymoon. It was literally right behind the place I was staying, and did not know it was. Where we uh, stayed at Uh, Bellagio. Yeah,
3: me too. That's where I went on my honeymoon. I didn't realize
1: it was right next door at the New York, think, New York. Right? Yeah, there's yeah.
0: three of them in Vegas now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one by New York, New York has the giant, huge sign right off the highway, and it's they always like an it. hour wait for food. Yeah, because yeah. everyone like people as they are leaving Vegas. That's where you go. Get in and out and eat on the road out.
1: Yeah, hmm. not a bad idea. Yeah. So transition that into hockey somehow, but I will. So <laughs> uh, I guess first thing is, so Blues fan for life.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, my earliest memory. Yeah, that's the next question. (laughs) Yeah, my earliest memory was uh, seeing the blues, the Checker Dome. Mm Oh yeah, Yeah. many times. When it was the Checker Dome, and I remember, um, you know. Writing to and from the games, uh, in the back of my parents' hatchback Cavalier. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just you know, it's very illustrative of the time. I think it was like a 1986. For
0: sure. Car. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, nice.
3: So yeah, it, it goes it goes pretty far back. And, then, and you're an
0: East Sider, right?
3: I am. Yes.
0: So you have the opposite commute to the Checker Dome that I had. Correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So um, and then I would say that complete obsession and a diehard fan right in the eras of like 1995 to um right about like um i would say all the way up to the lockout yeah um president's cup was a huge time for me i think it was like right when i was like able to drive mm-hmm. as when you know it ramped up I had an enti- i had an entire room in my house dedicated to the blues i put in blue carpet that's awesome <laughs> that's great <laughs> right, that's awesome right right just memorabilia you know autographed stuff all over the place i had this really hokey looking clock on the wall and yeah so um yeah blues fan pretty much for life
1: so if yeah. uh so back then so do you i try to break it down because you have like all-time favorite players and so it's like you have your, your all-time favorite player no matter what let's go that first yeah who would, the, who would that be if you chris had to pick pronger. chris pronger so yeah. that's a couple people I know that's Chris Pronger. Just obviously, when he first got here, which it was one of those like, as he progressed and got better, like you know, obviously became a really Hall of Fame player here. Right. Remember, he was when hated he was he, uh, he was not a well liked person.
3: I didn't like him.
1: Yeah, because he got traded for Brendan Shanahan right. back in the day. Right, which look, when the first trade first happened that was borderline. You uh, fast forward the when Pronger got traded then for Eric Brewer. Yeah. How bad you thought that's how bad it that one is, but actually, it turned out really good. Right. So what was it about Pronger that kind of made you like him? What <sighs> what made you like, you know, like that's my guy? That
3: that's a really good question, and god, it was so long ago. It's honestly, it's it's really hard to remember back then what it was that that really was the turning point for me.
2: He was cute.
3: I I think that's what it was. I remember there was a time that I said I would never get married unless it was Chris Pronger. (laughs) True story. Mm -hmm. Um, again, how old was I though? I think I was, uh, maybe 20 (laughs) Mm -hmm. when I said that, but no, um, no, I remember, God, I I cannot remember. I just remember you know, his defense being that defensive player that Mm -hmm. he was, he was, he was a great defenseman. Um, I cannot remember what it was that that made him really stick out to me. Well, also, you made know, me it, it, he, was, he was one him. of those guys,
1: a tough guy that you always knew that he'd be the guy to protect his teammates, right. guy that would just be that right. kind of.
3: And at first, I, honestly, I was like, "How can this?" Guy? He just he yeah, it, seeing him on TV, it was deceiving because I honestly I thought he just looked wimpy. I mean, I yeah, saw, he was pretty skinny when he got here. I saw Brendan out. Shanahan as a brick shit house. God, now we have to make this explicit.
0: No, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, you could take the brick in the house out of that, and that's how I view Brendan Shanahan. Yeah, yeah,
3: there you go. <laughs> Are we referring to, like, Shanahan-Janney kind of thing? Or I maybe. mean,
0: why would you say that? I don't yeah. know.
3: I don't know. Sorry.
0: Sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> My favorite player of all time.
3: Are we going to edit? No, we're good, we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah. Okay. No. I love you, Craig. <laughs> so – um, Wow, I should have probably been briefed before. No, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> no, so if
0: go ahead. There, there's a there's it's been much talked about on the podcast the the odd friendship I have with Craig Janney.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we talked about it last uh, last time we had a little we had a little snippet of it, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. So he's always been one of my favorite players. Yeah.
1: And I don't know why
0: or how, but he started following me back on Twitter. Oh. And every once in a while, he's like that one friend you have who you won't talk to for like ten years, and then they'll just come in and be like hey, man, how's it going? And then like disappear from the room again. And when we made the finals, I made the comment that I was going to wear my Janny jersey to our first home game. And then, like, two days later, I get a private message from Greg Janny. Hey, man, I'll be at game three. I was like, cool. So I hit him up, and I was like, hey, I know you're going to have a ton of, of, you know, demands on your time. If you have time, I'd love to say hey. I'll even buy you a beer. I was like, here's where I'm sitting, blah, 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 blah. Didn't hear back, which is kind of par for the chorus sure, for like Craig sure, and I. Yeah. Uh, But I was sitting there with my dad waiting for the game to start. And son of a bitch, if he didn't come and find me and hang out. And we talked for like 10 minutes. He signed my jersey. We took pictures. He did a liner for the show. So Mm -hmm. he's always been one of my favorite players. Why? I can't tell you. Right. He was never an all-star in St. Louis. Right. But he was always like, he he led the the team in points for a few years. And he was just a solid setup guy.
3: That was, you know what? That's kind of how I was with like Craig Conroy. Yeah. There was something about Craig Conroy that I just, I loved. I yep. loved Craig Conroy. I loved Jeff Cortinol. Yep. And, and again, I cannot tell you exactly why I loved yep. him, but God, I just loved that team.
0: I agree. And I think, like, with, with, with Gianni, he's really, I mean, he had a decent, very decent career in St. Louis, but I think he's only got one really defining moment, and that's the goal against the, the Blackhawks yep. in 93. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, he was just a solid dude. And uh, I just – I don't know. As, as a 15-year-old kid watching hockey, I latched on to him and I was like, man, if I could play hockey, that's how I'd want to play. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, when, like, when that whole thing went down – because remember, they were sent to opposite coast. Like right after the, the Shanahan yeah. trade for Pronger. Right. San Jose. They sent Janny to San Jose yeah. for like parts. I think yeah.
1: Jeff Norton and – Yeah, Jeff uh, Norton in the draft pick, I yeah. believe.
0: Um, so
3: he – Excuse me. He went then with uh what the uh, Timu Solani and uh, was that was that the well, era he, with
0: He ended up going to Winnipeg after San Jose and hooked up with Timu. Yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, just uh, you know, I've always been boo Shanahan because if it wasn't for him, I kind of think that Shanahan or that Janney would have been a long-term stay in St. Louis. Might have been
1: because yeah. him and after he was after Oats, right? He was the uh Who you, you traded yeah. Oats for? Yep. Him and stuff on yep, so that's kind of how that happened. But, uh, so you had pronger is your all- time kind of favorite one. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick somebody off the current roster, who your favorite player is.
3: Current roster, who, buddy, Oh, man, That's tough because um I would have said Bennington
1: mm-hmm.
3: <sighs> Bennington is very fascinating to watch. Um, i I often wonder how how he stops bullets. He's,
1: very calmly as well. That's the other thing. He's he very has, just doesn't scramble a lot. Just kind of very.
0: He's very efficient in his yeah. movements.
1: He's
3: very efficient. He is uh, very calm. He is. Um, he is reliable. I would say about eighty-five percent of the time, uh, maybe what, more.
1: Yeah, probably more than that. But we'll talk about we'll talk about kind of the last night's game a little bit.
3: Right. Oh yeah. Last. Oh, that that was a decent game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, but then. I, I, he's like that during the season. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you see him after the season. And, and you know what? When we got him last year, I was questioning. I was like, does he have social skills? Yeah, he is, seemed, is this guy... He
0: seemed a little Aspergery to me.
3: That's exactly what I said. I said, I wonder if he is on the spectrum. Yeah. And, and I, I did not mean that in a derogatory of course way. course not. Whatsoever. But I, I questioned it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him, you know, uh, at the at the parade after winning, driving he was
1: driving, like the, driving mini bikes, driving the mini bike around. Oh my goodness! Playing drums and
3: yeah, stuff I bomb poms. I was like, "Yep, yeah.
0: there he is." Yeah, there's, there's, and I think there's it's a kid.
1: and I think it's also nice that I think the thing we're not used to, at least re, at least as of like, probably since Brett Hall, you can say back in the early '90s, late '80s, whatever that was, that the, we had like a personality yeah. right. on the team. Like we've had our guys that are like. Great guys, great players, sure. and maybe not like a guy that would always, you know, a standout like personality guy that like is different outside of your stereotypical mm-hmm. hockey kind of answers <laughs> and stuff. Oh yeah, you know, like when he's joking, I'm like, are you inside? Do I look nervous? Right. And, you know, when right. he's joking with the media, you know, you had like maybe little quips, right? Right. Like we have some players, but you didn't really have a guy that would be very quotable. I guess you could say that you so that quotable. for sure, yeah. So and- I think that's nice to kind of see that, like you know, the other night when. They won. They won. We'll talk about. It, and they won against the uh, Sabres of Buffalo. That they, uh, uh, when they talked to him afterwards about the game and stuff, and they asked him like, "Did you vote for David Peron today?" And to ask him, media members like that was the first thing he said. They couldn't even answer the question. And they're like, "No." And He's like, "Well, you can vote till tomorrow, and you got you got to vote ten times a day." Like, you know, like you don't see
0: just reminding people to do it. Yeah,
1: it's just uh, some little stuff like that where it's right. just very funny and very quotable, and he's endured himself to. It's a great story for a guy who was deep. was mi- supposed to be deep, there. Deep miners refused to go down because he's like, I'm better than going down to the deep minor leagues. You need to keep me here. Gets loaned out to another team. Comes uh, comes back in and the rest his history. He wins the yep. first the Cup for the city and gets a you know a huge contract and gets to date a uh, celebrity. Who's he dating now? It's a uh, I, I don't know her name exactly, but I know she was on the uh, Degrassi. All right. Which is a, a Canadian uh, kind of like, say, Betta Bell, maybe type thing. Oh, okay. I could be 100%, but I think it's more of a drama. And I say, say, Betta Bell, it's more,
2: you know, All right. it's
1: more drama thing. I have not watched it. It's supposed to be very popular.
3: Okay. so I'll take your word for it. I'm, so. I'm sure. I'm sure he's getting a whole lot of boy band ass.
1: He might be. So, at least for one. Because apparently this girl dated somebody else. Like, I think, honestly, Johnny Goudreau. Oh, like, no. Is this Sloppy Seconds Part 2? Uh, I don't know. But I know she dated like, another hockey player before this. Somebody I saw posted yesterday. But anyway different story so you got that any other i guess if you have a hockey memory like one that sticks out the most besides you can say maybe like the, the run last year or do you have maybe one is like uh like you said, going down to the the arena back in the day is there like a game that you went to that sticks out like your favorite i say favorite game
3: oh man favorite game uh,
1: oh, God, and you could easily I mean, say obviously like no, last year's I mean, games or you got anything that the, like i have weird ones that you know stick out to me you
3: know i mean one of my favorite games it it it, honestly it really didn't have a whole lot to do with the game it was more of a personal experience um but i would have to say that a hockey memory that sticks out in my head is when adam foot took down chris pronger
2: Mm. because
3: i was burned i was my ass was burning um i would have to say that are you laughing at me (laughs) Um, what, someone said that I was, wait, you, they said that before I, wow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder who said that. Um, no, I, that was probably the most memorable because I was mm. so mad. Cause I was, you know, he was my, he He's was my guy. player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was my guy. And um, he got taken out, and I was I was so mad about that. And for some reason, I have just held on to that. Um, So, I, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that sticks out.
1: That's good. In my head. Oh, good. So, some good memories there. We got talked about Chris. Craig Janney stuff. My yeah. favorite memory? Well, we talked about it. You know, we talked about Janney, yeah. you know, you meet yeah. Janney and stuff. So that's a, definitely a good memory for you. For sure. Uh, so, obviously, during the Blues playoff run. So, but... Let's get into current day. So the Blues finally come home after having a very weird long road trip. You can tell they were kind of getting a little sluggish near the end, an oh two and one run where they just didn't look great for a couple games. Got the Nintendo got smoked in one did. game. And right. He got smoked for seven goals, which is a career high for him. Right. Uh, didn't look great in a lot of those games. The blues you could just tell, just like they just want to get home and mm-hmm. just sleep in their own beds and mm-hmm. just you could kinda of tell that. And nearing the end of the last game where they kind of blew that 3-0 uh, lead that they had. Right. So they come home, and they get five games at all. The longest homestand of the year. Yes. And they're going to get, by the end of the month, is the All-Star game. They get their little vacation in the end of the month.
0: And they don't have to travel for it. Yep.
1: Which is, Which nice. is great. So mm-hmm. they only have to travel one game after this as they go to Colorado and back. And that's the only thing. So they only travel from basically January like 5th until the 28th. So they get like 20 basically days at home, which mm-hmm. is a nice little stretch That's or a long or vacation time. whatever they feel and like. and in doing. their own home. Yes, so That's they get nice. to do that. So the Blues get to start off against hated rival the San Jose Sharks. So they are trash. That is correct. They are brought back pretty much the same team outside of a couple of players and didn't uh, Really look great so far. Near, no. near They were near the bottom or at the bottom of the Western Conference, most of the league. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Eric Carlson, that was not a great signing in my opinion. I don't
0: think the Eric Carlson contract was good. I don't think that the Evander Kane deal was great. I think they massively overpaid him. And because of that, I think you lost your heart and soul in Joel Pavelski.
1: Yep. So let's talk about a couple players that uh, – Talk about this game. So, so no goals in the first period. Nope. So, real uh, kind of just feeling each other out. Second period gets going. Tyler Bozak starts it off with a assist from Steen and Shen. They kind of put that line together for a little bit uh, as he was trying to shake things up because of the you know o two and one run. So yep. different little different lines this game. So that line looked pretty good the start. Uh then I mean Barber-Chef gets in on it with his six from Sunquist about a minute minute and a half later. Mm-hmm. Blues look good. Two nothing. Think everything's gonna be fine. But on wait. Early penalty in the third. Yep. Timo Meyer uh gets a seeing eye shot. I because I really thought Bennington was playing so well this game. And in my head, I didn't say it out loud. Maybe because I saw it in my head. I thought shutout. Yeah. And then of course I think that penalty happens. Timo Meyer gets the goal from the, basically the blue line. Good screen in front. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really can, Benita can do about it. David Prawn, though, two minutes later, once again. Yep. Proving why he should be selected to the All-Star Game. Gets his 18th of the year. Getting close to his uh, career highs 28 goals. Mm-hmm.
0: Which seems low for him, but that was uh, and that was his first year in Edmonton, I believe, that he had 28, wasn't it?
1: Correct. So it, he is uh, approaching that pretty rapidly, and he's about halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. Everything looked great, and the Blues have a power play going into the last couple minutes of the game. And you're like, "Great, Blues can close, close it, it out, out, do fine." And then they really kind of just get sloppy here, and a weird kind of play where Carlson kind of like tucks it in behind Bennington, and it's sitting there. Mm-hmm. Ryan O'Reilly tries to toe drag it out with his stick, and hits Bennington's skate on the way out, and it just just goes past the line, probably about eh, probably about like two or three inches before somebody can swipe it back, and and unfortunately. It's a goal. Eric Carlson gets an unassisted shorthanded goal mm-hmm. to make it interesting with about three minutes left. But the Blues regroup, shut it down, win through the game three to two. A little closer than I thought it'd be, but we'll take it considering the first two periods were pretty dominant for the Blues. Right. So, uh, any thoughts from this game, uh, Chris?
0: Um, my thought was thanks to Eric Carlson, that gives everybody's favorite new All Star yet again
1: another game winning goal. And you're correct, and we'll get into that stat a little bit later. Uh, do you th- anything uh, stick out about this game for you, Daniel?
3: Um, no,
1: no, nope. that's fine. You. That's fine. Sharks
0: <laughs> are garbage.
1: That's uh, one thing that we can definitely uh, take out of that game. So Thursday night, Star Wars night. Hmm. So Star Wars night at the uh, Enterprise Center. I almost said Scott right? Trade. Almost did. I still say it all I almost the time. Did. But I, I caught myself. So blues play the uh what are they called? The Buffalo Sabres. Do you
0: know why we do that? Do you know the story is behind that,
3: that? Is that because of
0: uh, Jason Martin?
3: Oh no. I thought it was because of the office.
0: No.
1: Oh, okay, no. Never So heard. though, that is true. Because I after we had that story and I saw the episode of The Office, that is I know what you're talking about there. Right. So, they
3: so thought it was Sabre. back when
0: we were Sinclair uh and Jason was at the river, he still did all the Who? KPLR stuff.
3: Jason Miller?
0: Jason Miller. What did I say, Martin? Yeah, I'm sorry, Jason Miller. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Miller used to do all the stuff for KDNL and yeah. KPLR. And Burton heard him doing the voiceovers for the upcoming weeks of Blues games. And Jason's obviously not Stop the biggest it. sports guy. Really? This and so I he was walking by going. and he was like, Blues, Sabres, oh, 7 p.m. on KPLR. <laughs> oh, no. Because it's, you know, spelled S A B R E
3: S. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, uh, is is he still in the area?
0: As far as I know, he's still doing, uh, you still see him on KDNL yeah. every once in a while. Huh. So, oh,
2: but I was Jason like, oh, Miller. so
0: from that day, from like 98 on, it's always
1: been the Buffalo Sabres. The
3: Buffalo Sabres.
1: So, yeah. So we like to throw that in there just because it's fun to say. So,
3: there's a song now. Is there? If you watch the the Office,
1: there is a song we could put, <laughs> put that in there. But uh, so Blues play the Buffalo Sabres to start, and once again it is weird. Now, uh, keep well, in mind the Sabres took it to the Blues in Buffalo, correct? And they lost uh, five to two that game. That's right. So the Blues looking for a little revenge this game. Start off well. Robert Thomas wrap around uh, gets a goal night in the slot, his eighth of the year from Bozak and Steen. Uh, then right back. Bozak gets the pass from Thomas and Mikola, Nico Mikola, who has been called up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that real quickly. I think he's been serviceable. I think he's been pretty good as uh, the Blues' uh, sixth guy. Basically, he's mm-hmm. nice defensive defenseman, yep. very big on size. Uh, I think you played this game was his first uh, NHL game or second NHL game. Second, me. His first
0: was against the Sharks,
1: and uh, looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought he did good. And the reason. Which I missed, skipped over, so apologize there. That we don't have Mikola's is in. Colton Preco is out. Correct. So Colton Preco hasn't uh, been in. He's been nursing an upper body injury mm-hmm. uh, just day to day. He's been skating, Aren't but he's all? been day to day. You know. But so Jack Eichel, pretty much the only guy who looked like he was actually trying. Let's be Truth. honest. Uh, Jack Eichel is his 27th. From uh, Reinhart and Daleen. And basically, another, is kind of similar to that goal he scored um, against the Blues when they lost that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically just wrapped, did a big curl and wraparound kind of goal into the slot and uh, beat Bennington again. So, unfortunately, but once again, David Perron Fan is. Fan favorite, sa- David Perron. Thank you. Uh, is there to. <laughs> Get his nineteenth the year on the power once again another power play goal from Shannon Schwartz. He's kind of getting to that Ovechkin type spot off to the yeah. left circle. But he doesn't have like the he doesn't do a slap shot. He always kind has the He just is very good at like picking a spot. Yeah. As would on this game, he picked the corner. And then I believe the next game we'll talk about. The Rangers game last night did the same thing, yes. which I didn't even realize he's You scored. call
3: that the Ovechkin spot. Yes. I call that the McGinnis
1: spot. Too. I call the, the Ovechkin because they always do. Because uh, McKenna's at least could stop it, and yeah. one time it'd be just as hard. Yeah. Ovechkin is just like there, and you know it's going there. I always thought McKennis was always very good at just like finding the open spot and doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin, I, like I would say, like that spot over there. I would say that is the
0: only where guy he only goes. The only guy that reminds me of Ovechkin as far as like you knew where he was going to go and you couldn't stop him was Brett Hall. Mm-hmm. Brett Hall was going to go into the slot. And he was yeah. going to score probably from a knee. Yeah, you knew he was going there, and you couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. And that, like you were saying, like that's the mark of a great player. When you're playing the Washington Capitals, you know that you better watch that left circle because Ovechkin's going there. They're going to feed him the puck, and he's going to shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. And the dude still gets fifty goals a game mm-hmm. or fifty goals a, a year. Season. Yeah. Right, and and that like, to, it's one thing to know. This is what he does. But when the book is out on that guy and you still can't stop him, that's a great player.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. so But it kind of like that one spot off the kind of left circle or the right circle.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And he just kind of sits at the top there. And that's like his spot usually. And he kind of rotates to the top of the kind of rotation, then kind of works his way back down depending on how mm-hmm. everybody's cycling. And he seems to. Done very well this year. He's been very noticeable on the power play this year, which obviously with 19 goals now, you can tell that he's uh, riding a bit of a hot streak this year and playing very well. So we'll take that and roll with it. Mm-hmm. One player which kind of went under the radar this year is not having goals and not people not throwing a huge fit about is Alexander Steen. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of people, are, I think that's between Jake Allen and maybe Alexander Steen is kind of the, if, if you have to complain about a player, boy. if you had to have a whipping boy, it was Berglund. Was it was Bo Meester? Was Eric Brewer? Oh, god, yes, yeah, we go that far back. If we try to think of anybody who was a whipping boy, if you can think of anybody else, I'm trying Are, to think it,
3: it, of is Jake Allen still a whipping boy?
1: I, I think so. I think it's Cause just because of the contract, the contract deal. I think it's because he's making ID a ton of online. money to sit on the bench, but. If you needed a guy to come in and do the job, he's I think. He's played good Jake this counts, year. But he really good. has. He really can't. He, he
3: has played good this year.
1: Yeah, He's, uh, I believe, still top five uh, goals against average and, I believe, in a top ten uh, save percentage. So you really right. can't can't fault that he's doing bad this year. I mean, I don't know what you can say. I I guess you can say, like, I think a lot of people say the past history. It's like, well, you can look at a lot of people then on the Blues who – You know what? You know, how let's, good they were, how bad they were. Let's look at
0: the opponent this game – who has one of our castoffs when people here were ready to ship Jake Allen out and keep Carter Hutton. Buffalo is finding reasons not to play Carter Hutton now.
1: Yeah. Carter seems like a really nice guy and everything but just the just hasn't worked out unfortunately. The uh, Linus Allmark has kind of took over the spot this year right. and Connor Connor, excuse me, Carter Hutton, there we go. It's kind of been relegated to the more of a backup instead of the 1A, 1B rotation they were hoping right. to get out of him. So that's just how things work out, you know, because we, like you said, they were trying to get Jake Allen shipped out and keep Carter Hutton because Carter Hutton was playing very well a couple of years ago before everything happened. But like I said, everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. here we are with a young uh, stud goaltender. Right. So Alexander Steen, as I was talking about, after a scramble, gets his first goal, like a couple of good saves. Robert Thomas, once again, all over the place. He's mm-hmm. so good. Proving why, And like at 20 years old, this kid is doing has won at every level he's played at so far,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and continues to get better. And he's just, I think, being on the third line with veterans has really kind of made him an even better player. I think, Agreed. yeah,
3: yeah, it's going to boost his confidence for sure.
1: Yeah. So do you think Robert Thomas is gonna be that type of guy where he'll be a top line guy coming up in the next couple of years? Probably. Uh, he
3: has, I think, he's on definitely on the right trajectory. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I mean he's he's only going to get better. We just have to hope that he doesn't get injured.
1: Yeah, cross fingers there, and then. But uh, yeah, you know, start off early this year with the wrist injury, and he had the wrist injury in the finals last year, and so. But it seems like that has been fully recovered, and he seems doing pretty good as the last couple games proven. So,
3: and if he can remain coachable, then
1: we're good to go. Yeah, and he seems uh, seems to be all around good kid, and. uh Everything so blues four to one. Alexander Steen gets his first, which kind of under, the, like I said, under the radar this year with Steen. I know he was injured for a little bit, and but still, I didn't realize he didn't have any goals. That's one of the things I kind of didn't realize so far. And yeah, so he gets his first and second goal. He gets the empty netter near the end of the game to make yeah. it five to one. That
0: was the hot potato puck of the night, right? Where yeah, he and O'Reilly were, were like, "You shoot, no, you shoot, no, you <laughs> shoot, no, you shoot."
1: <laughs> yeah, so five to one, and that game was. I don't know about you, but this is a very. I tweeted this statement out after the I after the next game, and just one Blues fans because there's some Blues fans that we, that we listen, and there's some Blues fans that are probably watching now. That maybe you're in that in the you're, you know the 20s, and you know, and so this is a golden age of hockey for Blues hockey. It really is. I mean, we've kind of we've been around for some interesting eras. Yes. We've been around for. We've seen the greatest player alive play for the St. Louis yes. Blues ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen Wayne Gretzky yes. suit up in a Blues uniform. Yes. Yep. We've seen Hall of Famers play. Yep. Multiple Hall of Famers be on that team exactly. You
3: right.
1: Pronger, McInnis, yep. Hall. Uh, I think McTavish was on that team. So he's a yeah. yes. Hall of Famer, right? Yep. was on that team, wasn't he? Cortenall was on who, a very good player. So uh-huh. you have a lot of guys that are on that team really, you know, I think Esatikainen was on that team maybe. Yep. Um, so here was fewer was on yep. so a lot of guys are hall of famers that we've seen come through and not, not succeeded or even you've seen teams be this dominant
3: mm-hmm.
2: right i
1: mean if we think back to the president's the trophy president's cup year that might be the only time i can really think about on the third line oh there.
3: sorry you're fine <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't expecting
1: so that the uh that the blues you watch a game and just them thoroughly kind of dominate right you know like you're just there's these three games, I mean, the San Jose game was a little like scary at the end, but I think most of these games we can classify as no-doubters the whole time. They were just kind of Yeah, like,
0: I mean, some of that's the quality of the opponent.
1: I mean, which, correct. We talked about, like, we got through the games that were going to be hard, and you only have one really hard opponent before the All-Star break, being the, the rematch with the Avalanche right, coming up next right. Saturday. Um,
0: but at the same time, you can only play the games that are put in front of you. And I think in years past, where we would complain about blues teams playing down to their opponents, by and large, this team doesn't do
1: that. Yeah, in the past. This was team big, big comes problem. out
0: and plays. Now they still occasionally will lay an egg, as every team will. And you know, we talked about that to, to start the show with this road trip, and maybe it was fatigue or whatever. You're never going to go 82 and 0. You're just not going to do it. You're going to have the occasional bad game. Are you're going to have the game where it, it, things just don't work. But I haven't seen this team mail it in to an opponent that they know they should beat yet.
1: and Which that is was a sign of a good team.
0: Right. And that was one of the things that in years past, you always had to wonder, like, against the Buffalo Sabres, like, are the Blues really going to care about this game? Or are they looking forward to the Rangers game? Or what's beyond that? Mm-hmm. And this team comes out and takes care of business, and for the most part, another thing they're, they're doing now that they used to not do is when they get the lead, they don't let up. They don't...
1: I'm going to the cover, two as we yeah, used to say. Yeah, they,
0: they don't sit back and sit on a lead. Like, they keep playing until the final horn, and those are two things that you want your team to do, and those are the signs of championship teams.
1: Yeah, so... Last game we we're going to talk about before mm-hmm. that they played, just last night, they played the New York Rangers. So Rangers, a very good offensive team, horribly defensive Horrible team. Horrible defensive team. Funny. So they have the, they're in the top eight for goal scoring, but they're in the bottom four for goals against. So either they like the high-scoring game. So mm. their defense, they like to push the offense a lot. So you thought this would be a very kind of a track meet type game. Kind of started that way. I'll, I'm going to get your guys' opinion. This first goal, I, uh, I think it's Philip Cheadle, I want to say, is how we say his name. Mm-hmm. So he gets his 11th of the year. I've been in half in. An innocent is looking shot to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, bad goal by Bennington or just a good shot? I missed it. I also a- missed aside it. Aside from it being the Bud
0: Light goal of the game. Close, yeah. Uh, which is another one of our things for so many years we used to joke about the fact that you'd listen to Chris Kerber and he would be starting his broadcast and be like, Blues hockey brought to you by Bud Light and opponent scores. Yes. Happy and God. this was one of those games yes. where, you know, in the first 90 seconds we're down right. one nothing. Right. Um, I have no frame of reference on this goal, so I will defer to you.
1: So, in my opinion, then, a uh, little weak. It yeah. looked like it could have been deflected. I mean, I watched the replay a couple of times. It might have been deflected. He, he just barely missed it with mm-hmm. his gloves. So it looked like he was thinking it was going to go higher, went a little bit lower. Uh, so maybe just a bad read, maybe a deflection. Who knows? He looked like he kind of like, I should have had that one because he kind of like, you know, you could tell him he said something to himself, the right. way his mm-hmm. body language was. But minute and a half in. And that's also what I like to see from this team compared to past two. Does the team fold, you know, in and just kind of like, oh, it's going to be one of those games and you lose. Sure. Four, five, nothing, whatever happens. Right. But no, you thought things were going to go bad. Robert Bortuzzo swings a stick, high sticks, Michael Haley in the face. hmm Cuts him, four-minute power uh, power play for the Rangers. And they have very good power play. Artunia Panarin doing very good on the uh, power play this year. Blues killed the first, what, about a minute and a half? Yep. minute or so. They had lots of even more of the chances and looked pretty good. And overall, I think they only let one shot go through, and it was near the end of the power play. Mm-hmm. And then out of the penalty box, here comes Robert Ortuzzo and Ivan Baryshev brings him with a perfect pass for a breakaway. And believe it or not.
0: That um, is a Halloween goal.
1: <laughs> that one we can confirm too. Robert Tuzo scores on a breakaway.
0: On they, Henrik F. and Lundqvist.
1: So they talked about the goal, like all his career goals he scored against. He scored against um, Martin Brodeur, uh, Carey Price, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, Tuka Rask, and there was one more on that list I forgot. But it was like all very good goalies that he's had goals against. Mm. But you, well, you know, And so, it's Bortuzo. So, yeah, and it's Bortuzzo. So, breakaway goal. Robert Tuzo gets his first of the year. Of course he does. From Barber Shev, uh Petrangelo. So, about halfway through the period. Then the Blues dominate near the end of this period where oh, they kind of – they're in a sequence. They have a sequence near the end here mm-hmm. where it's just shooting gallery. Right. And there's holding the puck, and it's just, it's the, and this is, I'm going to be an awful comparison, because I don't want to say they're this good yet. But it just reminds me of when we, when the Blues were not great. And they played a team like the Detroit Red Wings back in oh, the day. Oh, man. And are they talking, would just skate.
3: like the when they had better off? Yes, and, and they would yeah. just
1: skate circles around people. Oh, and just yeah. like you're just like, get him. And you're so frustrated with the team, but the other team was that much better. Right. That's how this looked. I agree. The, and so and, we, like, try not to be that, that comparison. It, no, it no really, you're, and but, you're not the only one. I've had friends I of agree. teams
0: in other cities who have called me after games and been like, your team cycles the puck and moves the puck so damn well. Uh, and it's true. This team gets into the offensive zone and will hold possession. And as much as it may anger me at times, where I'm just screaming at my TV like, "You're not going to score if you keep throwing the puck down to the corner. You can cycle the puck that all you want, but you don't get points that way." You know they'll go 40 seconds or so without putting a shot on net. But to think about the fact that they've got the opponent pinned into their end for a minute and a half, two minutes sometimes. Right. And sometimes and a lot of times it ends up leading to a goal because you just exhaust your opponents mm-hmm. down to the point that they can't move. Mm-hmm. Like that is that's domination.
1: Yeah. So is that kind of like when you're talking about the Fedorov and Isman, right. and that's yes. kinda of like is that kinda of, am I not the only one who's kinda of thinking that's well, the for sure, that's dude, how for they sure. look
3: Oh, a hundred percent. And and I don't I'm not I can't remember what period it happened, but like the play that I was telling you about.
1: Yeah, we're going to get to that one. That'll be at the end of the second, middle okay. of the second. So, we'll All get right. to that one real quick. So, Blues get a power play start the second period here. So, Vince Dunn, we talked about scores on this power on this play right here from, from Sanford, who made a pretty good play to Vince Dunn. So, like, everybody's questioning why Jordan Kyrou got sat this game. Uh, one of the reasons why, he had two goals called back because he was offsides on mm-hmm. these. So, might have been the reason why. Who knows? Right. Sanford is still in, though. So, De La Rose is back in this game. Mm-hmm. Colton Pareko still out. Mikola is still playing. Mm-hmm. David Perron, newly elected to the All-Star game this game. Mm-hmm. Fan favorite. Fan favorite, David Perron. Gosh, I'm just, I'm just so excited. I won't say All-Star, but it's fan favorite, too. So, fan favorite, it's All-Star. That's the
0: whole I'm wearing my Vegas jersey today. Yeah,
1: so he has the Vegas uh, Perron jersey going mm-hmm. on. Nice. So, David Perron gets his 20th goal on the power play. We talked about kind of his spot, picks a corner on Lundqvist, which I didn't even realize it went in until the horn went off because mm-hmm. Lundqvist didn't have give much room on that side, and he picked the top corner right above his blocker and – that's how good David Perron is this year. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a broken play here. The defensive pairing I'm just not a fan of when they're together. Can you guess who I'm going to say? Who you I'm think I'm going to say?
0: going to say um, Vince Dunn and – um. Nope. No?
1: No. It's for some reason they're together it doesn't work. It's Justin Falcon Jay Bo Meester. All right. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And this is the play where yeah, they both – they both went for the guy behind the net and then just left Brett Howden right in front of the net.
0: Mm. And just. To be fair, that was a hell of a pass.
1: Correct. I'll say that as well. But it was just one of those things where, like, I've noticed it. Like I'm not actively always looking to like uh, down guys or like oh well, those guys suck or whatever. It's just when I've noticed it, it's always been like that pairing. It's not Justin Fall because he looked great with Alfred did. Trangelo. But I think with the injury to Colton Preko, they're kind of obviously switching things around. Mm-hmm. Mikolas look really good though, so that's at least a positive. The Blues have that kind of backup in the uh, minor leagues. Brett hmm. Howden makes it three to two, and then this play that we talked about. We talked about this uh, via text today. So Sanford Barbichev, this back and forth goal,
3: man. It was, I, I don't, like I said, I'm not sure if it was just something that I caught, you know, in a moment, but this reminded me of the old days of, of Detroit when things were just, I mean, it was just flashy, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, I don't remember who took it down the ice, but, you know, it went from, San, Sanford was was very close to the front of the net, and it went from Sanford to Barberchef back to Sanford, and then Sanford just, you know hit it right in and it was it was just beautiful and it yeah. was perfect and and i ju- i mean jumped off my couch and i was yeah. just like ah oh, beautiful oh, and, yeah. you know scared the shit out of my dog and
1: <laughs>
0: um, i do that a couple times again myself yeah
3: yeah. Um,
1: yeah it was one of those goals that was very much was like sanford. yeah it was <laughs> sanford who like everybody was giving a lot of crap like why are you right. still in the game and then right. it seems like he once he gets kind of going yeah, he has some games, and then uh, but then he'll have those games where you're just like uh, you just want to like
2: yeah you know, right.
1: throw something at the TV. But so Man, when that he's on great. though, yeah, and, that, and that's great. what I mean when he's in the game. And this is Zach Sanford we all want to see is right. like the guy who's assertive, goes to the net, he started this play in the own end, giving it to Dale Rose. Dale Rose with mm-hmm. the pass to him, to, like you said, to Barovchev, and then makes it a two on one. Right. And we're talking about guys that are on the New York Rangers defense that are pretty good. Uh, Absolutely, offensive defensemen who have a lot of speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they let go of Kevin Shattenkirk this year, but they still have a lot of guys back there, like uh, Tony D'Angelo, uh Brendan Skeegee. Yep. Did you say they let go? Yeah, he uh, bought, bought him it, out. Bought him out. Ah. After I feel bad, part of me felt bad. For me.
0: All he wanted to do was play for the Rangers, and the Rangers were like, "Hey, come on in. Now nah, you suck. Go."
1: And oh, he went to now he's doing man. he's doing actually pretty well in Tampa this year. So good for him. Uh this play is the one that I was. I love the sauced, uh, pa- saucer pass by Braden uh, by Braden Shen to Jaden Schwartz, who mm-hmm. just had a nice little deflection yep. into the net to make it five to two in the third period. Shut down. The other thing to mention: the second period, it took the Rangers thirteen minutes to have a shot. This period, yeah, that just shows yeah, yeah. you the domination that the Blues had this game. Right, right. So pretty successful. Starts at a homestand, halfway through, three games in, three wins.
0: So, I wanted to back up for a minute because, obviously, again, another game-winning goal by David Perron, his mm-hmm. 20th of the year. There was an interesting comment brought up that I didn't think about and until they eighth, said it in and this game.
1: Also, real quick, eighth game-winning goal, which is lead in the NHL. Go ahead.
0: Um, David Perron has played more hockey in the last two years than anyone else in the NHL mm-hmm. because he went to the Stanley Cup final last year with the St. Louis Blues – And the year before that was in the Stanley Cup final with the Vegas Golden Knights. So he has had less time off than anyone in the league and is having his career best year this year. And the reason I bring that up is because they talk about that and they talk about not having that time off as being one of the reasons why you see teams have these hangovers at the end of championship seasons, why you would see teams like... Chicago and LA when they hit that cliff and got bad, mm-hmm. it was because for years they were playing deep into April and May and then cranking the machine back up, you know, six, eight weeks later. Mm-hmm. Peron has done that for two years in a row now, right. gone all the way the distance and where he should be just butt ass tired from not letting his body have time to heal from a season of injuries is having a career year. So do you think, in uh, in theory, he's going to take a nosedive here in the I next— I mean, he, he could. He's not showing any signs of it. Not yet. Um, but I would say, like— How old is he? Oh, 31. 31? 31. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that, like, if you see us get to February or March and he starts to slow down, I don't think I would hit the panic button. I, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's an injury. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it. I, I hope it doesn't happen because I'm a huge Peron fan— uh, and i think he's massively important to this team especially right now with the absence of Tarasenko and maybe Tarasenko's returning lets Perron play a little bit less mm-hmm. each game and lets you know him conserve some energy but uh, you know don't be surprised if you see him kind of hit a wall the second right. half of the season and that's something that i think is a very I a think very that's a good real point thing and yeah, a good for
3: reminder sure. To people before they do go and lose their shit and say, uh, you know, Perron is shit in the bed. Yeah, what happened? What happened? Right,
0: right. I mean, that's something to think about is that, you know, he's gone the distance for the last two seasons. So he's probably, he's got more miles on his feet right now than anyone else in the league over Mm -hmm. the last uh, two calendar years.
1: Yeah. So and the other thing I want to bring up is we talked about like Lundqvist didn't maybe look as great as this game, but also the team in front of him wasn't great.
0: Hot garbage. But I want to bring
1: up the uh, I want to read this quote here that he gave to the uh, reporters after the game and talking about the St. Louis Blues. He said you get you get pretty impressed when you watch them play because it's almost not a single play where they beat themselves. They're so patient. You think they might be holding on to the pucks, they don't give us much in the middle, and they just wait for mistakes. They play very smart hockey, mature hockey. They just have one way to play. It doesn't matter if they're down or up one goal. They know when to chip in pucks. They know when to go to the net. It's just smartness. They win for a reason. I thought I was pretty impressed to see how poised they were all the time.
3: And that was Lunquist that, that said, was Lundqvist said that? I that mean said and to look, the
1: press that's
0: afterwards. true. And that's a dude who has been to
1: two finals? I believe two finals, yes. Oh for two, but 0 for been two, to two, two, but been to two, yeah.
0: Lost to the Kings. Devils?
1: No, had yeah, Devils, no no, no. no,
0: lost to the Kings and well, lost to Pittsburgh, right? No, it wouldn't have been Pittsburgh because that would have been another Eastern Conference team.
1: That's yeah, true. Hang on. Would have been
0: uh, Colorado?
1: Might have been Colorado that year. The second time Colorado yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but, I mean, that dude is considered one of the best of all time. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. I, and I sadly think that he's going to be a guy who finishes career w- without a cup.
1: Yeah, because he uh, kind of wants to ride it. He had, They gave him an option last year to get traded, and he said he's going to ride it out. So And
0: good for him. Like, yeah. I, I'm all for players who want to go and chase that cup. You know, And we've had guys from the Blues. Doug Waite went to Carolina and won yeah, a I cup and came up. back. Yep. Um, I'm all for guys who don't have one going and chasing that cup. Mm-hmm. But there's also something to be said for Brett being a that. franchise yep. player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think to a degree you're right. <laughs> yeah. I think Brett wanted to stay here, but of I course. think once he left and yeah. got that cup, I was like, well, I'm just going to go wherever I can go. Yep. Yeah. Thus, the second move to Detroit, right, another yeah. cup. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I, I also think that there's something very admirable for a player like Lundquist who understands what he has Mm. and what he means to that franchise Mm -hmm. and understands that there are some things more important than a championship and he will be revered for his entire life for what he has done to the New York Rangers franchise. I think he is the equivalent to someone like a Stan Musial in St. Louis. Mm. Um, you know, obviously Stan was able to bring championships, um, but New York City is widely known to be a very difficult city to play in for the press, regardless mm-hmm. of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be able to spend your entire career there, have moderate – I don't even want to say moderate success, good success, but just never get over the hump, but still not leave and chase that, that, that championship, good on him, man. Because I, I he's he's phenomenal, and I know that there's teams out there that if if the Rangers open the open the lines of communication tomorrow and said Lundqvist is available for a rental for your team this year, you a lot get of teams, snapped yeah. up like
1: that. A lot of teams that would go for him. So I'll wrap up our at least game recap portion. So move into some Blues news. We got at least a couple of things to talk about, yeah. some opinions to talk about as well. First off, let's get to the All Star games of the Blues. Last time we talked about they, uh, we're talking about the All Star who got in, mm-hmm. and we had David Perron who was on the Last Man In mm-hmm. voting, and a lot of the Blues are highly promoting it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I saw billboards on the highway. Yeah, the Blues are going for it, man, which is awesome to see. I mean, it's just nice to have that, and the blue and the fans not the Blues the fans voted in David Perron. Stay. So are Perron, you shocked
0: by that? I'm a little shocked.
1: I'm mildly shocked because I thought just because of the way the, you know how voting goes when it's fan voting. Yeah. On things, I always just you never know because there was a the Colorado defenseman Cal uh, Macker, mm-hmm. who's very had a very good year, mind mm-hmm. you, rookie leading rookie uh, defenseman right now, and the and there's only two central uh, defensemen right now, so I kind of thought just to make the the roster kind of more rounded, they would just let that hit kid win. Right. Oh, Prawn, the Blues already have three guys in, right? Four, right. If you count the coach, and then I was mildly shocked, at least, to see Prawn. Very happy. Totally happy, but a little. A little shocked. Not shocked. I'm
3: not shocked. Think so. I'm not shocked. Mostly because I feel like we're still riding this uh, Stanley Cup high, mm. and I still feel like we have a lot of new fans that are True. still on that high that are still willing to, you know, throw in that vote. You know,
0: have they shown how the votes broke down?
1: I did not. See, I could not find anything on the NHL website. I would love to see what the percentages
0: are because the teams that I would love to see how they finished. I want to see. Where the Blackhawks guys finished hmm. to yeah. see how many people have jumped off that. Yeah, band Jonathan Taze record.
1: was their the their last ta- man, their candidate.
0: Yeah, I would love to see where he finished in voting yeah. for so a fan base it. that talks about how devout they are. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. On yeah, the- I
1: couldn't find anything to give you like exact numbers. Next time see I a was... Black Hawk
0: fan, see, ask them if they can tell you who the captain was before Jonathan Taze.
1: Um, and i bet
0: you 60% of them will go, who?
1: Huh? Eric mean No. Nope. Anyway. I
0: don't even know if I know Adrian a Blackhawks Ah, fan. Good point.
1: That's right. Adrian McCoy. That's a good point. So, Dave Bron gets in. So, his first ever All-Star appearance, which is awesome for him, mm-hmm. especially a guy who, man, now, loves St. Louis. Okay, go ahead. You question.
0: Go ahead. They say this is his first All-Star game. Yes. But didn't he go as the Blues rookie representative that year? It was the skills Does competition. That not count? I guess
1: that doesn't count because it was only the skills competition when they had the. I rookies thought there was a in. rookie game. Oh, yeah, it was the rookie game. But that's not like an all. So it that was. doesn't count as being an all-star. That doesn't count. Apparently, mm. all right. Because they don't to do that for what two or three years, maybe something like that. Yeah, It was like the rookie versus the second-year guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Alex Petrangelo is in with his second appearance. Ryan O'Reilly, his third; his second is a blue. Jorian Binnington, his first, obviously is a blue. David Perron, his first, and Chief Craig Berube is with the Blues. Record is yes. the one who automatically gets as the coach. Whoever is like a, in first place in division after I forget the date that right. it was on there. So the Blues, you know, sealed that in. I think about like a week ago. So correct. So the game is in St. Louis. You have now five representatives, which is great to see. And for a city that's man, we've had so much in the last three years. Yeah. We had the Winter Classic here. We've had now an All-Star game. We've had Stanley Cup Finals here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And from what it looks like, we a talked possible, about this last time. A
0: possible second winter classic, uh,
1: according to EJ Raddick. Apparently, as of uh, five days ago on his uh, show, we are now the apparently leading candidate to be playing at Target, the Target Field, Tar- Target Field, Target Field in Minnesota next year to play Minnesota Wild. In I the think winter it's classic. either going to
0: be the Blues or the. It's either going to be the. They blues want the, or Jets. the Jets. They
1: want the Jets, and apparently NHL and um, NBC, the, NBC want the Blues because the Blues have been good for ratings. Yep. So. It looks like a good possibility that the Blues will have at least in their Winter Classic game, which is not surprising. So I guess we—I'm telling you right now—if they do it, it'll be the white version
0: of the retro jerseys that they wear.
1: Oh, I'm
3: guessing. hallelujah!
1: We were just talking about there before we went on, so they will be interesting. To... Or do you think it'll be the old school, um, the Brett Hall era, Brett Hall era kind of ones?
0: Uh, the ones prior to the clown jerseys. It, I it do could like be. Those or what about
1: two. the one that says Blues? Do you even think of the one they would oh, say Blues? the one blues? They won for
0: a year and a half. Yeah, I don't think one... you'll ever see those again. No. I, the reason I think it'll be the white version of the clown jerseys is because the response has been so positive for these, and because the '90s are cool again, they're going to look for a reason to bring the white ones back. Yeah. And now that white is road and not home like it was back in the day, they can bring the white ones and make them the uh, the road jerseys for the Winter Classic.
3: <laughs> I'm just still I'm still so just torn up. I just can't find my Pronger jersey.
1: Yeah, we were just talking about that before. about finding white. They're out there to be had. Yep. So, very cool coming up that the Blues have five representatives in the All-Star Games. Because pairing that really back in, you know, used to be a full squad. Now it's a three-on-three game. So, there's a lot less players that are right. elected per division and whatever. So, it's nice to see the Blues have that many uh, representatives. So, a couple more quick hits that we'll talk about here. So, I think the one I want to talk about... Up and coming guys. That's what a lot of people want to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. who is on the horizon for the Blues to possibly make it in the next handful, you know, couple years? Because eventually, guys like, you know, your Bozaks, your Steens, uh, even eventually your Petrangelos, Bo Meester, you know, eventually those guys are going to, you know, retire mm-hmm. or, you know, it's the Blues just not going to sign them. Or who's going to be the next guy for w- whatever position? So, who's the next hype guy? So, the, I think the next hype guy, in the, at least in. San Antonio right now is Clem Costin, which yep. for good reason. I think right. he, he looks very good. So beyond that, what are the other guys? So you always look at the big tournament right now is the World Juniors happened right after Christmas. Which is where Jake Allen made his name. He made his name, and uh, a couple other players played very well. Robert Thomas won a gold mm-hmm. there. So a lot of players played pretty well, and uh, we have a Blues player who won the gold medal this year. Hmm. Last year, Blues had no representatives at all in the whole tournament. So, it tells you how things changed. So, Joel Hoffer is, was the goaltender for Canada, and w- they had wound up winning the game 4-3 to against Russia. And the Blues had a representative on the Russia team, too, hmm. which was uh, their second-round pick from last year, uh, Nikita Andronov, I believe is how you say it. Okay. So, think about Joel Hoffer, had a very good tournament, to say the least five wins, one shutout in six games, led all goaltenders with about a 940 save percentage and less than two goals against. Which is great. For World Juniors, which is wow. a very run and gun type yeah. thing. The best um, of the best of the best. Sir. The best of uh, the best part about it was he wasn't even invited to like their summer showcase. They're like big, Canada's big like, hey mm-hmm. come to camp and we're going to pick the best of the best for our team. Right. He wasn't even invited among the goaltenders there and he earned his way onto it with his play. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was named the Goaltender of the tournament on top of that. So it made the all, I think they called it the all media team, is what they call it. So media mm-hmm. picks players. But he was called the best goaltender of the tournament, which is. So it
3: sounds like, like the ultimate underdog story. A little which bit. We gotta, possibly.
1: We have a bit of history with goaltenders who tend to do that. With right. uh, So uh, so very cool for him to do that. So right. um, 18 years old. And he's a blue. And he's a blue. So fourth round pick uh, just last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, about 107th overall. So very cool there. So we'll take that.
0: You, you have to figure that he will be the guy to replace Billy Huso in San Antonio when Huso's ready to come up, which will probably be what next year, the year after.
1: I think the I think they're going to wait after the expansion draft. I, think I honestly think they're going to they're hold gonna, on they're to Jake Allen as long as possible. Do they leave Allen unprotected? And then because no, Allen's contract is up after next year, so if he's unprotected. They'll basically just getting an unrestricted free agent. Got it. So it's, it kind of makes sense from the hold on to Allen. Uh, Unless you desperately need the cap room, uh, because Steen and Bozak are up next year, too, so you can leave those guys unprotected as well. Right. You have no guys with no movement clauses, so they don't have a must-protect guys like Chicago does with Brent Seabrook and stuff like that. Everybody. And Taves and Kane have no movement clauses. So, much as they say Doug Harnstrom has bad contracts, at least he has contracts that are very movable right now, or whatever you want to say. So... One of the other things I forgot to mention during the All Star game is something that just got announced, which is kind of very cool. That at the Centine Community Ice Center, they're doing a alumni game. Mm-hmm. Sure, calling it an alumni game. Let's <laughs> put that way. Having, there's some guys. There's a you know my one of my favorite players of all time is going to be there. Barrett Jackman.
0: Is he on the skating list? <laughs> is he really? He, he's on
1: the skating list. Okay.
3: He wears my number, or he wore my number. Number
1: five. Yes. So as I
0: as I explained to a friend of mine who's coming into town, and I'm going to take him to the game. This alumni thing as well. I go well. There's two lists. There's the appearances by list, which is everyone that you would ever want to see.
3: Wayne Gretzky will Gretzky, be Brodeur. in the area. Well, he was
0: in the game appearance. last night. He was. Uh, the appearance list is every player you could ever possibly want to see. So, and then is
3: Mario Lemieux going to be in town?
0: Uh, I'm sure he will be in town for the game since he's the owner of the Penguins. Um, but you look at the skating list for the alumni game for the Blues. There's a bit of a difference. And it is largely, have you ever seen the movie Major League? Yes. <laughs> you know the beginning of the movie where they're reading the list of guys and they're like, <laughs> Mitchell Friedman? <laughs> I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. Jason, would you mind reading the list of players skating at the Blues alumni
1: game? So skating. There's some guys you know of. We're talking about like, okay, we you know where we're going with this. So, Skating is Jeff Kortnoll, we talked about.
2: Love Jeff. Chris
1: Butler, uh, recently retired Chris Butler. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris Thorburn, which I don't think he's officially retired. you think he might be, but he, he officially, I don't know, anyway. Jamal Mayers. Yeah, yeah. Jammer, the best line ever. My One of my favorite stories to tell. You remember that story? Which one is this? So when the Blues used to do their like uh, dream uh, little thing, where you go and you went to the side pockets out there in Saint. Oh Texas, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you go around, you play video games with them, whatever. Yeah. And it was with my my buddy Jeff was playing, and I was nearby, and him and his brother were playing, and they're playing uh, NHL whatever, and they play and they're playing Blues versus Blues, and they and Mayor takes a shot, and and Jason Baccashua was in net. For them, and he made a save. He's like, Oh, what a save by cash. He would make that in real life, but that's man, what a save. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's great. Anyway, draw mayors Gary Unger is skating. Jamie Rivers at 101 ESPN's Jamie Rivers. Sure. Uh, Barrett Jackman. Uh, Soupy. Jim Campbell. All right. All righty. Andy McDonald. Great. Chris Mason. Good for seven goals. <laughs> Tug waits. Sure. Red Baronson is 109 uh, years old. But he's playing Jeff Brown. Awesome. Uh, Garth Butcher. Yep. uh, Cam Jansen. Paul Paul Bissonette. Never a blue. uh, Partially for like uh, during the preseason for like a paid tryout. Uh, I don't know his name. John Winson. Works at Subway. Made my sandwich
0: yesterday. Stop it.
1: Greg Adams. Uh Uh-huh. Your favorite player, Bob Bassett. We're going to Olive Garden. (laughs) Brian Allen. Sure. Paul Cavallini.
0: Yep. Guy Carboneau.
1: Guy Carboneau. Joey Kosher. Uh Uh-huh. John Michael Lyles, who was in a couple, it wasn't. I think there's just like general. Wasn't he
0: the guy from Airwolf?
1: No, oh, no, I don't know Airwolf. Oh, sorry, that was that was <laughs> Philip Michael. No, Philip, Philip Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas. That was the guy from uh, Miami Vice. Jamie, Jamie McCown, Brad Marsh, Wayne McBean. Yeah, uh, Douglas Murray, and Jody Shelley.
0: Tell you what, if you show up in a Wayne McBean jersey, I will buy your ticket. There you I
3: go. absolutely. <laughs> go. we're gonna, somebody, somebody,
1: somebody's going to show me a Wayne. In McBean. a
3: Wayne McBean
0: jersey, so, that will
1: be me, mind you. Okay, so now we're going to just transition over to the appearances. Appearances by much more impressive Wayne Gretzky, yeah. Brett Hall, Curtis Joseph, Chris Pronger will be there. Bob Plager, Keith Kachuk, uh, Mark Tambroder, and Peter Stastny. That's a that's a pretty good list. Yeah, so Yeah, so it'll be. Uh. Uh, so fans can purchase tickets, and... Yeah. Oh, she's getting goosebumps. Look at that. Nice. Just thinking about yeah. it. So uh, you can actually... Let's see. They, you can actually have a luncheon if you want to go earlier that day and have a luncheon at the beer yeah, garden. so
0: I them. tried to find, like, do you have to buy tickets to the luncheon?
1: I guess. I tickets
0: could. are $125. No, I'm good.
1: I'll see you at the game. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we'll be going to that. That'll be fun. Yep, that'll be so fun. fun. So it'll be a nice little fun Thursday before the game to get the whole... The whole all-star weekend started. I think yes. it's a very big celebration, a very big deal for the blues. Um, and for the city, I think it's a very fun thing for them to, uh, do.
3: And right on the heels of the Stanley cup. win, I think it's a great way to extend for sure. This, this, this party. It's, I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So another thing, um, uh, <clears throat> somewhat divisive. Let's talk about this one. So we'll get into the thing. If you want that are watching, maybe go look this up real quick. Um, uh, the All Star jerseys got unveiled this week, which mm-hmm. I was like kinda waiting for though. I thought they'd be a little sooner, but I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mind you, these sold out instantly. Oh yeah. Across the board. Well really? they do they do yes. every year. I think really? it's just yes, apparently. I thought I uh, if okay. you go to a couple of stores, I believe um, a couple of local stores I believe have them. If you go to I think Fan Cave is one tried of them. To,
3: actually, I Online they're
1: sold out. Well, okay. Unless you wear a size extra small.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, oh, I was go. gonna right. say I I was it was like a day or two later and I was looking it up to buy one and it was still available, yeah. but I, I could be
1: wrong. Anyway, go so ahead. we So, I'm up on our screen here, so we're kind of looking. So, there's a white and a dark version of this jersey. So, I'm going to do a quick little description for the audio version here. Uh, just kind of a just plain jersey with some bars across it. That's about it. Well, it's I'm, I'm going to explain what okay. they mean. In it's important
0: stuff. to note that there's five bars.
1: There's around. five bars there. So, the reason that they have five bars across them is... For a couple, for I'm trying to find the exact explanation so I don't mess it up here. So, here we go. So, the blues. Da, 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 da. All right, Chris, you have to fill me in here. So, let's right. go, go for it.
0: So, the reason that the jerseys have five bars across it is to represent the musical stanzas uh oh. when you're reading sheet music. Yeah. Obviously, the blues, it's paying homage to the musical heritage of the St. Louis blues, which, if my music nerd It doesn't fail me, would make that note a
1: F. Okay. Uh,
0: I don't know if it would be sharp or flat, but it would be a F, I believe, 122nd note. And I'll be honest, when I first saw these, I had a very, like... They're very meh. To me, here's the thing. I'm assuming they're made out of recycled plastic like the San Jose ones from last year.
1: Uh, because a cooler, the, stronger, blah blah, reduced weight. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The overall colors of the jerseys look just like the San Jose ones from last year.
1: Yeah, could, yeah. Kind
0: of a charcoalish, grayish black, mm-hmm. and then a white. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that must be because the process they use with the recycle. Basically, Adidas came out last year and announced that the All Star jerseys they did in San Jose were all made from recycled plastic pulled from the ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they did the same thing this year because the jerseys, aside from the bars and then obviously the crests, look just like the All-Star jerseys from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not hideous, but there's to me, there's nothing that goes, wow, man,
1: that's cool. I got to have that, yeah. Now,
0: I-, I will say that I'm glad that they went away from it seemed like the few years the, prior the to motocross
1: this jerseys. they went way
0: motocross and they tried to get like crazy futuristic and all that stuff and it ended up looking like just stupid motocross stuff like there was orange jerseys and purple jerseys yeah, and green and that. yellow and and all this crazy stuff
3: and i don't know where i don't remember where i read it someone um, someone was dogging it hard saying that it was like the laziest Design of it's a jersey. It's a pretty simple that, design. It's a very simple design. Um, I don't know if I'd call it lazy. I mean, now that I hear the here's the inspiration, the, thing. the for story
0: it, behind it makes it better. Right. When yeah. you first look at it, you go, "All right, yeah, yeah." Like if you if I didn't read the story behind why the lines, I'd be like, "Wow, did they let an intern do that?" Or like, well, did they forget they had to have jerseys available on Wednesday and someone Tuesday at five was like." Oh-ish. Right. We need well, to design jerseys, like, now.
3: I figured that there was some type of artistic reason for it. I'm sure there was. Not necessarily like a like an inspiration behind it or, um, you know, a um, in terms of that, uh, you know... That there's more of a deeper meaning right. to it, but oh, um, and
0: the the lines are silver to commemorate the Gateway Arch. Yeah,
1: and then there's also a Gateway Arch on like the on the back, inside collar. Uh, collar, yeah.
3: Yeah, I, so I mean, there are a lot of different elements in there, and that's great and all. But even still, I thought, you know, there is a lot of retro going on, and it is very. And I wouldn't even say retro. I mean, that looks like it's going way back. I mean. And I was just talking about this last night, um, the days of, you know, when, you know, in our lifetime, we've seen hockey, um, we were talking about the face mask. Who Mm -hmm. got, who got the puck under the face mask last
0: night? Uh, Perron got a stick under a mask. Was it the stick? Okay.
3: So we were talking about how the, the face masks are now all mandatory.
1: Mandatory now, yep.
3: And... It was just not too long ago that helmets were all mandatory. And then before that, it was, well, you know, people were grandfathered. You didn't have to wear a helmet unless you... But then I remember when no one wore a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how it has evolved. But back when, like, nobody was wearing a helmet, that's kind of what it reminded me of.
0: The two comparisons that have made me laugh the most is so a lot of people are calling them prison stripes. Oh, God. <laughs> and then... Someone put a picture of the black one with the silver stripes next to a picture of the guys in My Chemical Romance from the Black Parade.
1: Yeah, and it looks, it looks just like yeah. really like, like
0: it fits too perfect.
1: Oh yeah. gosh, that was real good. I believe Lux said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lux, that was good. No, uh, and I was like, good. wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah, hmm. so. Interesting there. So, last bit of news for mm-hmm. the Blues, which we talked, about, we talked about a little bit last week, and I guess it's quote-unquote official, you want to say. Uh, Justin Bieber has guess, officially accepted Jordan Bennington's uh, oh, challenge of Break. 10 breakaways. Yep. They have not announced a date or venue yet, right? It sounds, it's You know, the All-String would have been like the... It's got to be the it's All-String. It's not. They didn't. And the article has said it's probably going to wait to the offseason.
0: That's a shame.
1: So, it's probably going to be... Wow, really? Yes, yeah, so that's what the article says. Huh. So, not going to happen the All-String, which I think would be... I know that you know that NHL that would only push him make for that. Sense. It should have been on Skills Night. Yeah, the Skills yeah. Night, you bring him in, do it. I mean, that would boost your ratings for the Skills for thing, sure. that would, visibility wise, but I guess they just, you know, didn't make it work. So, well, maybe set in the off-season, it'll happen scheduled? eventually, is the article. So, maybe scheduling. Right. I think, what's his name? I think Bieber is touring soon. I believe is a deal. So who knows? But anyway, it will happen eventually. Still kind of cool that, you know, something like that's going to go down. Hopefully for charity. I like be, the uh, reasoning
3: for it. I, yeah. That's all good. So sure. the charity
1: will happen. So it'll happen eventually.
3: Okay.
1: So it'll be a good little uh, PR thing there. So Sweet. we'll roll into the last kind of thing we have here. Yeah. Which is do grades. I'll kind of do like a quick hit thing. I'll just kind of hit one of you up for a grade and just go back and forth. Are we
3: doing players here? We're
1: going to do players. So it's gonna, I'm just doing going down the list here. And then you guys just give me your grades. And I'm just going to be the... Uh, this I'll give an overall grade at the very end. That's what, how I will do it. All right, here we go. Oh. So very pretty easy for most of these because the Blues in a very well this year. So it's going to be pretty good grades overall, but we'll roll through real quick. So David Perron. A. I'll
3: give him an A.
1: Easy. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. Are we doing B. pluses and minuses? Whatever you like to do. I, I, I'm not picky. I'll
3: give
1: him a B. A minus. All right. Uh, Braden Shin. B plus. A, a minus. <laughs> uh, Jaden Schwartz.
3: Yeah, uh, I was gonna say A minus.
1: So uh, Alex Peter Angelo.
3: Peter Angelo A. Yeah.
1: So uh Bobby Tommy.
3: A.
0: A minus. Yep.
1: Uh, Tyler Bozak.
0: B mm. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll say B.
1: Okay. Uh, Oscar Sunquist. A. So. Although, he, he creeps he does, me
3: out when I look straight at him. Yeah.
1: For, for <laughs> what he does, I'll say A. But, yeah. Yeah. Or excuse me, I'll it A.K.A. Baby Giraffe. Baby Giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ivan Barberchev. B.
3: Ah, solid B.
1: Oh, uh, Something we got to mention last night. Vince Dunn fighting uh, uh, Jacob Truba at the end. After Jacob Truba tried to chop I, him down like a lumberjack.
3: Oh, man. I, that, that Okay. I
1: I didn't realize it was five times. I thought he got him like twice at man. the end and he got pissed or whatever. But no, he hacked him from the left side until he skated all the way around to the right side of the rink.
3: Well, watching that and then watching how none of the blues left the ice until New York was gone. Yeah. They and, were like,
2: Yeah,
1: Bortuzzo was walking. yelling you saw Bortuzzo yelling something and
3: we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Bye.
1: Yeah, it was pretty that was pretty it, great to see. So
3: Yeah.
1: I think that is something that if things go very well this year, <laughs> you're gonna look back on that game as kind of like not turning point or anything, but just like kind of a defining moment of like what this team was, like how I agree. they were together, right, right, and like all of them just stood there, nobody there is a, left. Definitely
3: and... a, um, solidarity. So among them. Uh,
1: Vince Dunn after the fight last night.
3: A. Oh, yeah, I was gonna
1: say uh, B plus, but yeah, don't Don't be influenced. Don't I'll be do influenced B- by Chris. B mm. plus. So what do I know? What do you right, know? Right. I don't know a damn thing. Uh, so, I'm a fat guy sitting here talking hockey in uh, a basement. <laughs> <laughs> very nice basement. Thank you very much. It is very, very nice. It Thank is very, very nice. nice. Uh, Colton, <laughs> Colton Pareko, Currently injured Colton Pareko.
3: That was good. B. <laughs> sure.
1: They play good. Uh, Zach Sanford. Hmm. B minus.
3: He was great. His great well, last game. I, yep. Man. Yeah. I'm going to get, I was going to give him an A. I'll give him an
1: A. Oh, there we go. Uh, I'm sure he's very happy with that. So. He, yeah. yeah uh, Justin Falk. I'm interested in this one. C plus. I
3: was gonna say like
1: I was gonna say C. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, don't say C. Uh, Alexander Steen. Steen B yeah. C plus. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a, a looking almost incomplete, if you like, with Vladimir Man. Tarasenko. Totally, I in- incomplete. I was on pace for yes. a, probably a all-star type you season, know? but just uh, got hurt with an injured out till early March. Maybe late March, it depends on how he's healing up. So Yep. Uh McKenzie Mack Mac Mac.
3: I'm not familiar.
1: See? Playing pretty well in the fourth line, throwing his body around. Six goals amazingly yeah, already, yeah. which is kinda crazy. All right. Uh currently on, injured Mac or working working his way back. Uh Sammy Blay who's skating right now, so he might be back in the next uh probably after the all star game is the target. I'm going to give him an I for Incomplete, too. Yeah, so some of these guys might be uh, in eyes, but uh, J. Bowmeister. Solid B. Yeah. we're roll with for... What do you think?
3: I'll go B. All right. I'll go B.
1: Uh, so, uh, Jacob Delarose, Nah He can go in Incomplete I'll say B. if you like. C. He's been okay. Uh, Jordan Cairo. Incomplete. Okay. Uh, anything with Cairo? You know, uh, you're rolling no. incomplete. Yeah. All right. Uh, Carl Gunn is that's currently injured, working his way back. He might be uh, back in the lineup soon. B-. How long has he been out? Uh, A couple weeks since after I think after it was definitely in early December. Yeah. So okay, but he's been in and out of the lineup all year, and that's kind of unfortunately why. Right. Kind of people didn't want to re sign him because he's often injured and it kind of proven yes. how he is this year. But
3: I can't answer on Carl Gunnarsson. So uh, Rob um, Bortuzzo. <laughs> B minus? Yeah, that's fine. I'll give him a C. All
1: right, we'll take he's it. Average. Uh, Troy Brower. Incomplete. And then uh, probably sure. the same, Nico yeah. Migola.
0: Completely incomplete. Yeah. And
1: then uh, both go is so Jordan Bennington first.
3: Bennington. A minus.
1: I'm, I'm,
3: I was going to say I'm, I'm going to give him an A.
1: So and then Jake Allen. I'm
3: going to give him an
1: A. He's done well. Yeah, he has done really well.
0: Uh, A minus. I'll give both the goalies an A minus. They've done their jobs.
1: Yeah. So all right. So overall. So overall, coach. Uh, we'll go coach and then overall grade. So coach. So you can Berube. I would then... say
0: A. He's he's guided this the this team through what everyone thought would be a, uh, a Stanley Cup hangover. You know, there was a lot of teams who thought the Blues were going to be a bubble team for the playoffs this year. And
1: I think I was one of. Them, I'll be honest. Yeah. That's because I just. The, that fatigue factor going they went very they went seven games two out of four rounds right. and they uh yep you know played a lot of hard teams and none of them really experienced that long playoff before mm-hmm. so you never knew what was going to happen and they proved me wrong which I'm happy they all be proven wrong. We were last year we were on the lose for Hughes train. You we were and uh they got proven wrong there. So always happy to be proven wrong. So uh this team is not only overcome just the fatigue factor from the playoffs, also a lot of injuries that we talked about, where you had to oh bring in Troy Brower yeah, right. off uh, practicing with his uh, junior team up in uh, Calgary. Mm-hmm. Not to
0: be confused with Troy McClure.
1: Uh, there you go. So overall grade for the team. A. To...
0: Oh, for sure.
1: A. So, and that is everything I got on the docket for today. So we have two more games on this road. Uh, road. Excuse me. I think two more games on this homestand yep. before they go back on the road. So back on the road is for the one game. Right? One game, and then that's they get their long. Every team, days. every team, every team gets their uh, they get a week vacation. That's in the okay. new CBA. Mm-hmm. So every team is built in sometime during the year. They get like mm-hmm. a week long where they're not scheduled and they can't practice for a certain amount of days. They can't do anything for a certain amount of days. So they play a cup, play some teams that are not doing that well this year. So they play tomorrow, which is January thirteenth. Mm-hmm. They play the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, or excuse me, Ducks, Ducks. The Ducks no Ducks. longer mighty, no mighty. Uh, and then they copyright play, Disney. Then yes, correct. And then they play uh, Philadelphia Flyers. And Chris Fair player will be in town.
0: Yeah, it's right here. Yeah. Say again. Maybe maybe
1: he'll be uh, so, letting
0: in goals. Maybe
1: he'll be on the on the bench. So like uh, Brian Elliott. So you know, I don't hate Brian. We Elliott. don't. But people give uh, Chris was one crap. Few, I, look, here is the thing. Here we go.
0: When when they traded Elliott. I sang its prices, mm-hmm. and people thought I was on crack. Because it was right after they went to the, the the Western Conference Finals, and I'm like, his stock has never been higher. Mm-hmm. He's a goalie who, by and large, has shown us that he is an average goalie. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy. He's never going to be the guy. He is a system goalie at best. And they traded him and got a pretty decent return for him. A mm-hmm. second
1: or something, yeah. People
0: thought that I was the blues antichrist because I was like, I'll help him pack his bags. So I have somehow become the anti-Brian Elliott guy. I'm not anti-Brian Elliott. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. But I was never on board with Elliott as the guy. I was always, between the two of them, I was probably more of a Halak guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halak obviously didn't and get and the Alan, job done. Alan, then Alan. Right. And then Alan. Uh, I, I was always an Allen guy between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look, Elliot's fine, but he's the guy that's going to push our starter to be better. He's never right. going to be the main guy. He got hot. He is what Yarrow Halak was. Yarrow Halak got hot for a playoff run in Montreal, took him to the finals, and they lost. And then we got him, and people were like, oh my God, I can't believe that Montreal traded Yarrow Halak. Well, now you see why. Yeah. And that's kind of how I always thought about Brian Elliott. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I bring it up every time. Every time, <laughs> every time. <laughs> so, so anyway, so they play the Flyers, and then they go on the road. to Play probably the toughest team that we talked about. They're going to play the rematch against Colorado, which will be a, I think, a very good game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, team, that, that will be good. Team, that's the team they All got All three run of against. those
0: games have been ass whoopeds with the home team winning every game.
1: Yep. So it's going to be very interesting that uh, that game at least. It that's is kind of you know up. what last though? game before the All Star break and their vacation. Yep. So hopefully it's not a little letdown or looking I hope forward. they don't mail it in. Yeah.
3: Uh, on the other hand, though, it is kind of good to see that Colorado is good again.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it is. I, and I don't hate Colorado by any means. I, I guess oh, always, I used uh, to. Well, I also
3: had, used to hate Detroit.
0: I <laughs> had a – usually the thing is I never hated the team. I was very jealous of the fans of Colorado mm-hmm. because they inherited a team and instantly won Cups.
3: Right. Well –
0: True. It, it, it was sort of like there was a very real possibility for about two years that the penguins were going to relocate to Kansas City. And I looked at my friends and I was like, if you guys end up with the Penguins oh my God. and
1: have the greatest player right. currently playing right. in the league. Was that no. like
3: Lemieux or no, it
1: was Crosby? era Crosby It's where they oh. just drafted Crosby and Lemieux played like the first year. And I was oh like, my And God. I was like, I
0: swear to God, if you guys end up with this team <laughs> and you get a Stanley Cup before the before St. Louis does, I'm gonna jump off an effing bridge. And then Lemieux bought the team and kept him in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like I've I've never hated the avalanche. I was always just jealous of a city right. that like Got a team and then wham, success. Right, right. It was like two years ago. The hockey guy in me was really happy that Vegas went to the finals because it was yeah. the best thing that could have happened for the league. Right, like it, it made the NHL a, a national story. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I was like, "So help me God, if right. this expansion team wins the Stanley Cup their first year, I'm going to murder people." Right.
1: Yeah. And another thing that uh, yeah, so we bring that up. So yeah, because the first year they had like. Forsberg, Adam Foot, Joe mm-hmm. Sakic—they traded for Patrick, Wall. Patrick Wah. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, they had a very stacked team. Oh yeah, to start, and yep. then they wind up having a stacked team for many years after right. that, yeah, Ray winning Bork. two cups. They oh traded for Ray the yeah. second cup. Yeah, Paul Correa. was Korea. What's uh, that,
0: what's his was uh, He's a soft bitch.
1: That's true. Paul but,
0: Korea. Yeah, he can't score for shit.
1: Okay, he ahead.
3: went to he went to Colorado. Oh, yeah, he was in Colorado.
1: He's okay. before the blue. That's where he, he went. to Colorado, Colorado the Nashville, Nashville the Middle St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah.
3: Well, so Paul Correa went from uh, San Ducks. Jose.
0: Ducks. He was in
1: Anaheim. I, that, that was, that was Solani was in San Jose. Yeah.
3: Well, didn't didn't he play with Solani? No. He nope. did.
0: Okay. They go. They played they, play they played in, in Colorado.
1: Colorado together. Yeah, because yeah. he okay. went from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. So yeah. So interesting. Uh, you know. So like I said, Colorado. Nice, to, like you said, it's nice to see them. They're very also a very fast team, right? Team that's going to, I think, be good for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the Blues hopefully will be the same. Yeah, and here's hoping that will be awesome.
3: That would be and awesome. make a nice little
1: rivalry because I think surprisingly Nashville is not playing well this year, which Just I fired their I'm, coach. Yeah, they fired their coach recently. So two years ago, real quick stat: the NHL had zero firings during the year, zero, which is like the first time in years. For years. Did
3: you say the NHL? The NHL oh, okay. had
1: zero, and Last then this year, year they have five already. And we're barely halfway through the year. So it's very interesting that last year with the Blues firing their coach and then winning the cup. Teams were like, do it, do it now. I don't know if that's kind of like, hey, let's do it early enough so we can get a new guy in slash see what the Blues did. Right. So I don't know if that's kind of the thinking. Who knows? Right. But it's a lot of firings this year, to say the least. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's all I got in the docket right now. So we'll start wrapping things up. So uh, first off, Dania, thanks for, you know, coming in yeah and God, talking thanks for and, inviting hey, me and um you know hopefully we'll do this a lot more yeah for sure, sure so first, you guys are
3: gonna have to come back on my show all right I know,
1: that's true i know chris was there yeah last week last so, so, week, then, so yeah. i will uh, definitely be uh make my way back as well
3: yeah for sure so uh
1: first off if people want to kind of like Find you on uh, the social, the
3: socials. Yes, if you had like
1: the most, uh, the easiest places to find you, or one place they want to find
3: you. Oh, one place. <laughs> just throw one. Bro,
1: I usually, I, uh, Chris, Chris just says Twitter easily, so we decided to use Chris do Twitter. So if you do Twitter. So your yeah. Twitter is
3: Twitter is at Dania, Danya D A N Y A underscore 011. So 011.
1: There you go. All right. Yeah. So and then once again, and then Chris is at at Hossapalooza. and the pod and the podcast is at, at Blues Hockey Podcast. Excuse me, I messed that up already. There we go. Blues hockey NHL. So that's we get for not writing things down. So also, so the download the podcast if you like to find us. So you'll be finding us uh, on the Facebooks. You find us on. I said Twitter, Instagram. The website is blueshockeypodcast.com dot and net. Yep, and let's see what else do we got there. Don't so, forget
3: about archcity.media. Well, dot media. That's,
1: that's our you got ArchCity on. That's so. media. Thank you on that one. That's and the and website. That's the website. Don't want to mess find up. Find them on the worldwide internets. <laughs> on the internets. And also on the Facebook page. Arch
3: City Media on Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you do have they are also on Twitter as well. But on I think, the twits so we got and and Insta, on the in, Instagram and
3: Instas and That's
1: where you find us as well. So you can find us. You can slide up all up in our DMs. If you'd like to.
3: Did you say slide up in the DMs? Yep.
1: Yeah. As My as daughter as said, as said the that. You say that? that as the seriously, said. she
3: said that. I yeah. was like Slide up in the what?
1: So, and then also, we still haven't, uh, we still will work on it. That's what Chris will work on a Tinder profile. Yeah. Tinder Tinder profile coming soon. Yeah. So, we're working on that still, but maybe we'll, that'll be, that's a long term project. We keep talking about it, but it's on a like thing. Tinder, like a dating app. It's a hookup site. Yeah. <laughs> we just joke about it. So, but since we have everything else, we figured that's the one thing we're not on. So, anyway, so let's see. We have that. So, download the podcast we can get past that moment. So, download the podcast. You can find us on. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Your mom's house. <laughs> no. <laughs> TuneIn, which is a new one we had on. iHeartRadio, which is another one that we yep. just got So find us on numerous or your favorite podcast app. Most of the things we post on flow to most podcast apps.
0: Yep. Wherever you get your podcast, we're probably
1: there. Yeah. So like I said, also. And if we're not,
0: tell us we'll fix that.
1: Yeah. Let us yeah. know. So the, and also, if you'd like to support the podcast, support our city media. The other thing to do is go to the website. Look at our nice merchandise tab. Yes, and you can find us. Oh, help man. us find. Help us buy a shirt. Support us. Wear it out. Buy wear the product, merch, tag man. us on all the socials. And and then we get to use that nice little little minuscule money that we get to buy new equipment, do more fun stuff that we plan on doing in the future. We're gonna have some great stuff planned coming up. We got the All Star Game Fan Fest coming up. I know we're gonna be out and about. That weekend, yep. we talked about the All-Alumni game will be at that, so you can find us there. Uh, we're going to be down at the FanFest at least one come of those days.
0: Come out and hang out with, what's his name? Sean Bean? No. Who's the McBean, guy? McBean, McBean. McBean. Okay, yeah. It's gonna
3: like, going to be going on... I'm like
1: the guy who dies and everything? No, whatever it's the It's going to be
3: on my jersey with <laughs> right. my free ticket. Yeah,
1: because you get a free ticket if you wear a <laughs> yeah. McBean jersey. you got to find me. You're going to be like, what <laughs> No was offense, it? but um, it's kind of um, easy. F- Scott find One tots. winner.
0: First winner, one winner over. Yeah you
1: <laughs> We're, like We're quantifying this. that right now. Yeah, this is going to be
3: a Scott's Tots uh <laughs> Scott's
1: situation tot. here. There you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless you're hot and single and then you, I will also buy you a
1: ticket. Yeah, there you go. And a girl, hot single and a girl. We... Singles
0: not necessarily a thing but
1: oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. whatever. So, all right. So on that fine note. So, once again, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Arch City for all the support and We will talk to you guys next time.
0: Buy our stuff. (laughs)